Good morning. I am from a pretty large family. I'm one of seven kids. I'm the second son, and most of us are boys. There's one girl. So let us continue with this story by saying, who is the greatest of us all? Me. It was me, and I made sure that they knew it. Maybe you have the same situation in your own families. But my mom and dad taught us how to get over that because life ultimately isn't about us. It's not about competition. It's about completion of each other. As I was preparing for this homily, I read a story about some people who were getting ready to climb Mount Everest and how expensive it is. So I wouldn't try this at home if I was you. The article, the story tells me that in order to be able to climb Mount Everest, first and foremost, you almost have to be as good as an Olympic um, athlete. You have to be that well-trained. Your body needs to be that prepared. And it's extremely expensive. It's about $100,000 just to get there and do the, the climb of the mountain. And there's an $11,000 permit fee from the government of Nepal. So the story talks about a man named Dan Mazur, who was a professional mountain guide, and he had led many people up Mount Everest prior to this, when this story is happening. He meets two of his new people that are going to follow him in Kathmandu, and they begin their journey by flying to the base camp of Mount Everest. And as they get ready to go, um, they begin to ascend to 17,500 foot level. From there, they're going to go to Camp 1, which is at 19,500 feet, and then another 1,500 feet climb to Camp 2, and another 2,000 climb to Camp 3, and Camp 4 is at 26,300 feet. This is a specific place where they really have to stop for a little while to acclimate because this is called the death zone. You need to have oxygen there. You need to have plenty of food and water. You need to understand the environment, acclimate to it, to understand that some people because of the temperatures, can't stand it. They can get caught in hypothermia, might run out of oxygen, get altitude sickness, maybe even an avalanche or a blizzard would take you out. But that's not what this story is about. This story, although these three individuals only have 835 more feet to climb to the top at 29,200 feet to get the t-shirt, right? That's what they're there for. The real story is about, as they get into this area, they find a man laying there where two Sherpas had left him for dead. His name was Lincoln Hall. He had no gloves, no coat, no blankets, no nothing. He was laying there. He was not dead. They thought he was dead, but they were. he was not dead. So Dan and his... Other guys gave him oxygen, liquid, food, warmed him up, and helped him to get revived again. 
And while they were doing all of this, another group was coming down, a group of Italians, and they asked him if, if they could help. And all they said is, we don't speak English. And a lot of other people were coming down. They asked the same of them, can you please get us some help or give us some assistance? And they continued to file by through. Dan had a radio that he called to the base and it took three or four days for Sherpas to come and help them. But by the time that they got to them, most of their oxygen was gone. Most of their food was and their liquid, their water and that was already taken care of. And they were all three exhausted, 835 feet from completing this trip. Unfortunately, they didn't complete the trip. But the man, Lincoln Hall, got down to the bottom and he was okay. And so all of us understand that there's great mountains in our own lives that we need to ascend somehow. Some are big mountains and some are others. That's a part of our own journey. And part of our own journey that Jesus had to ascend a mountain also to end up on this great mountain, if you will, the cross. Jesus talks to his disciples and shows them what greatness is all about by serving another person. It is not about who is the greatest. Jesus is the greatest, the greatest witness of, of all for us to understand. Perhaps as husbands and wives, we know that we need to die to ourselves, and that life is not a competition, but a completion. Part of our own legacy is not what we leave for somebody, but what we are leaving in that person. How do we serve that other person and impact their life? That's what Jesus is trying to teach the disciples. Some got it easier than others. Some still questioned it up to the time when he resurrected. But they all got it, and they all ended up serving, and all died a mar martyr's life except for one. Jesus calls his disciples us true followers to pick up our cross and to follow him, climbing our own mountains along our own journey, and to know that, that we have to do this continually every day. How do we do that even in our own families? Well, part of it is if we're parents, we obviously know that we have vulnerable little babies who need us to serve them in every way, shape, or form. And as children grow, we need to be that example as we serve them to make sure that they understand how to serve their own siblings, for instance. Other people in the world, their classmates. How do we serve outside of our families? Even when we encounter that obnoxious guy or gal, whatever the case may be, at work that we're trying to serve and make their life a little better. That's the mountain that we need to climb so that we can get our t-shirt. So it is important for us to understand that the goal of our life is union with God. The strength to achieve this union comes from Jesus Christ on the cross. He made himself weak so that we could be strong. We pray today for this strength, the strength to reach out to others in charity, the strength to ascend the mountain of God. 
Yesterday I was at a mass for veterans at the Colorado Freedom uh, Memorial out in Aurora. Uh, it was celebrated by Archbishop Aquila along with Bishop Joseph Coffey, who is one of the auxiliary bishops of the Archdiocese of the Military Services. We know that all active military, but most especially veterans, have learned to serve and give their own lives for our freedom. So this is another way that we serve. Earlier before Mass started, we heard about an opportunity to help other people in our own country. It's another way that we serve, although this is financial, but it is another way that we serve. Jesus comes to each one of us in a very special and particular way. And as St. Joan of Arc said, just like we are in this time, in this place, in history, for a particular purpose. We were put here to be loved and to love. And so as we go through this week thinking about how do we impact other people, how do we serve one another, we understand through the psalmist that the Lord upholds our life. <laughs>